0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Dear brethren, today we hear the words of our Lord. If thy brother sin against thee, go and show him his fault between thee and him alone. In this gospel, our Lord speaks about fraternal correction, which is the act of correcting someone who is in fault. Nowadays, however, (coughs) it's quite difficult to even conceive the idea of correcting someone, because the mentality is such that every type of correction seems to be a sin against charity. We sometimes conceive charity in a very strange way. We may think that the charity is to be nice to people and not hurt anyone's feelings. So we try to avoid any kind of conflict and because of that we abstain from correction. Even though, of course, kindness, gentleness, are manifestations of charity, yet we have to know that sometimes true charity requires that we correct people. And we can say that we upset them, that we speak firmly for their own good. That's why Fraternal Correction is listed among the seven spiritual works of mercy. To correct someone, who is in fault, is not against the charity, but it is charity in action. So we have to correct one another. In the case, we see a fault being committed. And this is the first point. We have to correct one another. However, in making a correction, we have to observe the rules of charity. It means that the motivation of the correction should not be anger, jealousy, or pride of ours. But if we are to correct someone, It has to be done for the good of the person, being corrected. And also to avoid the evil to spread by bad example. And this is the second point. We are to correct out of charity. But it's not every single fault that has to be corrected. If, for example, you see someone eating a little more than he should, well, maybe it's not worthy to correct that person in this particular situation. If we think It's not a grave matter. However, if we see a fault that is grave, or even a fault that's not grave, but that could lead to a grave sin. So we have the duty of admonishing the sinner. And this is the third point. The fault has to be something grave or leading to a grave sin for me to have the obligation to correct. But who am I obliged to correct? Everyone. That would be too difficult. As a rule, we are not obliged to correct strangers so as a rule we are not obliged to correct strangers even though we could for example to correct someone we don't know in the case the name of God was used without respect we could say something but we are not strictly obliged to. However, concerning the people we know, for example, our family and friends, we have to practice fraternal correction, always, when needed. And this duty, of course, comes in first place for parents. Parents have the grave duty to correct their children, even if the children may get upset. Parents need to pray and to do everything with charity. That's true. But they have to correct, nonetheless. So many young people are in the way to help because their parents simply don't say a word, silence. The parents see and they know that things are happening, but they don't dare to say anything. Not to admonish a sinner is like to see a blind person walking towards a hole not doing anything. Is this charity? I ask you, my brethren, what kind of charity is this? No, this silence is not a charity at all, but it is cruelty. Lastly, How should the correction be made? Our Lord tells us. First of all, we should try to do it in private. Then, if it doesn't work, we can ask for the help of two or three people. But if it fails again, we should report the matter to the authority. So we see that our Lord teaches us that correction is an act of charity. In the epistle to the Hebrews, St. Paul says that God corrects those who He accepts as children. Correction is a sign of love. It means that we care. We have to worry about our neighbors salvation so that's why we have to correct when needed but we also have to learn to be corrected when needed with humility so let us ask God to help us to know when to speak and when to silence, so we may not say what has to remain in silence, so we may not silence what has to be said. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.